Hello everyone, I'm Vicky Shevlin and welcome to Social Work Sorted, the podcast. This episode is a little bit different because I wanted to celebrate this year and bring in the new year and I didn't want to do that alone. There are so many incredible social work podcasts out there. I love listening to podcasts. It's how I learn best. And over the years and in this recent year, there have been so many podcasts that I have learned from and been able to reflect on. So for this episode and this final episode of the year, I reached out to some of my favourite independent social work podcasters. Some of these people are previous guests on the podcast some of these are going to be future guests on the podcast I do have to say there are so many amazing social work podcasts I couldn't speak to everybody but like I said these are just some of the ones that have influenced me and my practice this year when I sent the request out for contributions to this podcast I was quite specific with people in asking them to share something positive and something hopeful for social workers to reflect back on this year but also to look forward into next year and I did that because social work is difficult, social work is hard and I'm very aware and I'm sure you are of the barriers and issues that new social workers like you are facing every single day in practice but I believe that we can hold both pain and joy simultaneously in social work and that to be positive and be hopeful isn't to ignore all the other difficult and stressful things that are happening. It just means that we find some balance and we find hope. There's no other word for it, really. We have to think about the strengths of social work. We have to think about the amazing research that is happening. We have to think about the changes to practice and some of the contributors talk about that in this episode and for you as a new social worker I want you to be hopeful I want you to be positive you are the future of social work literally so we can talk about the issues and the barriers and the challenges and I do believe that we should do that and we should do that sensitively but I want you to end the year with positivity with joy being able to celebrate social work and social workers and the amazing strength of the people that we work with as well. I said this to a lot of the people contributing, I don't want this to be toxic positivity, I almost want this to be joy as a little bit of an act of resistance. I want you as a new social worker to have something to hold on to as you go into the next year and face whatever you are going to face. So I hope that you find this as helpful as I did. I've loved listening to the messages and the recordings of everybody that contributed to this podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Bernadette Moorhead, an Australian social work educator. It is such a pleasure to be joining you for this special episode from my hometown of Wagga Wagga, which is on Wiradjuri country. I teach and research in a number of areas, but I'm especially passionate about professional identity as well as early career social work. Because of those passions, I will be launching my very own podcast on February 22nd, 2023, called The Social Work Cafe. It is going to be a space for coffee and conversation about social work, covering any topic imaginable. And of course, I have a particularly exciting chat with Vicky lined up where we talk about our shared passion, newly qualified practice. When it comes to reflecting on something positive that has happened in social work this year, I think of the resilience of social workers. And I don't use that term lightly because, frankly, it is sometimes used way too much. But 
I think it definitely applies to social work. The last few years have been personally and professionally challenging for social work students, graduates and practitioners across the globe. Because like so many professions, we have been at the forefront of responding to social issues and mental health crises during this pandemic while trying to navigate it ourselves within our own families and communities. So this year, I have been particularly fortunate to teach and work alongside social workers who exemplify resilient because they're so determined to do purposeful social work. And seeing that resilience gives me so much hope for our profession and what we can achieve in the years to come. With that in mind, my hope for social work in 2023 is that we build on that resilience by looking after ourselves as much as possible and staying connected with one another. There are so many local, national and international social work communities that we can be part of. And we can access those communities not only in person, but online through podcasts like this one. So I hope you have a restful and joyful holiday period with lots of quality time with those you love and doing things that will rejuvenate you for 2023. I also hope you will join me next year in the Social Work Cafe, which will be made available through your podcast app. Bye for now. Hey guys, this is Nana from The Social Worker and The Social Worker and The Mentor podcast. Um, One of the things that I love about being a social worker is when the families give you good feedback. I remember when I went to go and see a young person and one of the things that he always went and said to me is that, Nana, you know what? The fact that you went out of your way to come and see me, like no social worker has done that for me. And that's one of the things that keep me going as a social worker is when families say thank you or they give you good feedback. Those are the reasons why I continue to keep going. So what I hope for social work in 2023 is that we're a profession that's a lot more respected. I think... Social workers are not recognised as the work that we do. Too often we're heavily criticised. Too often we're scapegoated. um, But we're still here. So my hope for 2023 is that social workers are a lot more recognised, we're a lot more respected, um, and also we're a lot more valued in society. Hello, I'm Martin Webber, a professor of social work at the University of York. I'm the host of the Social Work Research Podcast. If you haven't come across it yet, the Social Work Research podcast is all about social work research. Kind of obvious, I guess. In each episode, I talk to a researcher about a study they've conducted, and I explore its implications for social work practice with them. It's been running for about 18 months, with a new episode coming out every two weeks, and we've discussed lots of great research so far. I've had the privilege of talking to researchers from across the world, and I've been really impressed with the quality of their work. I think that the research we discuss on the podcast has the potential to really inform social work practice, and I certainly feel better informed myself as a result of doing the interviews. It is this which makes me hopeful for the future. Although there are many things to worry about at present, I think we can be hopeful about the potential for social work as a discipline and a profession to create new knowledge to inform our practice. In particular, I'm optimistic about the potential for practitioners and researchers to get together to develop studies which address practice-based questions and generate knowledge which helps to improve what we do and the outcomes for the people we work with. On this optimistic note, I wish you all the best for 2023. Hi everyone, this is Mim Fox from the Social Work Stories podcast and I'm coming to you from Sydney, Australia. 
In 2023, I really hope that we all get a chance to breathe out from the last few years. Social workers have been doing it tough alongside the incredible people we work with every day, and sometimes it takes a toll. So I hope that you all get some time in the new year to revitalise, energise and nourish yourselves. Take that much needed break or reconnect with a colleague that helps you laugh and see the joy in the work that we do. It's so important. Happy New Year, everyone. Hello, people. We are the Social Matters podcast. Really excited to be sharing our reflections from practice in social work in 2022 and also thinking about our hopes for social work in 2023. My name's Fran. Hi, I'm Nadia. Hi, I'm Eugene. So should we start with you, Nads? What are your reflections on your best practice moment of 2022? Yeah, hands down, my best practice moment of 2022 was some work that I was doing with a family in my role as family therapist slash social worker in a children's service. Um, I was working alongside another social worker and together we were trying to support a family where there was a lot of difficulty and specifically with their teenage son and the, there was just such a, a, a shift from the first session to the last session but yeah in one of the in the middle sessions we did a activity called the tree of life where each part of the tree represents something different and the fruits of the tree represented gifts that the family had received over life over their lifetime from each other or either somebody else and it didn't have to be materialistic things it could be like gift of love or patience or kindness and in the last session the teenage boy kind of said oh you know I remember you spoke to us about uh, the gifts that we'd received but actually I feel like you have been a gift to us and I was like oh my goodness that's so sweet thank you so much it was such a lovely bit of feedback and yeah really 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 appreciated that and was hands down my best social work moment of the year. That's so lovely Nads and it kind of leads into my point around my hope for 2023 and I guess my hope is for social workers to get supported and get the recognition for the tough work that social workers do especially considering the times we're living in with the the cost of living crisis and in this week is really cold and we're about to hit minus temperatures at the end of this week and a heck of a lot of people out there who are going to go cold and not being able to heat their homes and not being able to eat those are the most vulnerable but those are also social workers and nurses and, and teachers and I think social workers do such fantastic jobs so I guess my hope is for us as social workers to have the energy and the support and the recognition to kind of go out there and do the work we do to help the most vulnerable and tackle a lot of the social injustices out there. Thanks Eude and I think mine's similar building on that around the idea of activism in social work and how we can try and think about reinvigorating activism in social work. It's a key kind of social work value, but I think sometimes it's often hard to do with all of the various constraints, but just thinking about that as a source for making political and policy change to enable everyone to keep going forward in their practice. Thank you. We have been the Social Matters podcast. Do have a listen to us and best wishes for 2023. Bye. 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 Hello. My name is Rich Devine and I am a social worker. I have a blog and I also quite recently have a podcast, unoriginally titled Rich Devine's Social Work Podcast. I think when reflecting on the highlight of my year or the favorite thing about social work in general, I would probably say that in my role, I still I undertake parenting assessments of children and families, and I still find it incredibly rewarding and 
meaningful to spend time with children and families. And I do think it's a privileged role that we have where we get to go into the most private, intimate spaces of people's lives and hear about their experiences and, and what they've been through, be given the opportunity to, to try and help them. I also realise that there's lots of complexity within that and that social workers are often having to make inordinately difficult decisions about children and their safety and where they should live or whether we should be issuing care proceedings. And so as well as being kind of struck by the courage and the perseverance that I often see in parents who are facing unimaginable adversity and difficulty, I'm also always impressed by the level of commitment and passion that I see from my colleagues. And in relation to the complexity element of it, one of my favorite quotes, which I actually have on a, on a poster in my wall at home, is that aerodynamically, the bumblebee shouldn't be able to fly, but the bumblebee doesn't know it, so it goes on flying anyway. And that's by Mary Ash Kay. And I love that because the job that we do in social work is unbelievably complicated. And so sometimes you just have to keep on going and you'll get there is basically how I interpret that quote. But I also really love the starfish and the boy story. I love that story because often you c we can easily get overwhelmed by the kind of systemic and structural issues that some of the children and families that we work with are up against and also against some of the systemic issues of the workforce but focusing on what you can do for that one family or that one child I think helps you helps me anyway stay grounded and then in relation to my hope for 2023 I'd probably say there's two things one is that in Bath and Office Somerset work we started offering psychological therapy to parents especially those that are in pre-proceedings or care proceedings and I would really love to see that, that that being offered more widely and not just specifically within our local authority. And then the second element that I'm quite excited about is the increasing use of parental advocacy within child protection. And parent, parental advocacy is basically where parents who've been through the child protection system successfully turned their life around and navigated the, the child protection system or care proceedings are now able to offer support and advocacy for parents who are going through the system. And there's some really interesting research which has found that parents find it immeasurably beneficial when they have somebody who's from a similar background, who's had similar experiences, who can help guide and support them through through the process. Because even where social workers are, very thoughtful and compassionate and do our best to try and support parents. I do think that there is always some limitations and lots of fear and anxiety that parents have. And I think that parental advocates can bridge the gap between where we are as professionals and social workers and parents and what, where they're at. So they're the two areas that I'm really hopeful for 2023. So lots to be excited about. Thanks very much. Hi, everyone. This is Curtis here from the Social Work race podcast and I think it's um, an appropriate time to just share something a little bit deeper about social work 
the work that we do and any frontline work really. Um, I've met so many people who do the frontline work in um, people who do care work. I had a, I've met a parent yesterday who she expressed that she was a care worker for the elderly. And if you ask me, it's really sad that this type of work is one of the least regarded, at least in pay, that the people who are looking after those who have served this country and have brought us along as people are not regarded enough. It's always been said and nothing is done. And I think it's sad. And I think that these are the superheroes of our time and every time. Whether you're looking after your own parents, looking after people in need, you don't get enough support. I'm telling you that now. And you don't get enough recognition for what you do. And then we become social workers, some of us. And the question is, you know, why would we do this job? Why would you care for someone? Why would you put yourself in the line of fire to, to help other people who at times do not even care about you, you know, or, 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 or sometimes they try to, to uh, hurt us because, yeah, of their pain or because of where they're coming from or because of their mental health challenges, because of their baggage, because of their journey. And my thing is this, what makes us want to do this? When you know what it is, and I've been reflecting on this for myself, because the type of social work that you dream of and the type of social work that is down to earth and real, the reality of it is not often the same thing. And I've been reflecting on myself and, I, and I'm going to talk to you about one of my strengths. And one of my strengths is this, I actually love helping people. So much so, sometimes that I have a, saviour complex, which can sometimes just, you know, really kind of get in the way of my true work. But I love helping people. And I think that being at the forefront of my practice has really brought meaning and a level of resilience. Sadly, uh, this time of the year, some people are going to really lose out because of the cost of living. Um... But with or without the cost of livings, Christmas for a lot of families isn't a time to be enjoyed. And I want you to, if I can, just get you to consider passing on some, can I say this? Love to your service users, just to give them a sense of hope. If it's a 10 seconds of hope, it can be life-changing. But I guess you first have to love the job and love the people that you're working with yourself. Yeah, and I'm talking like this because it's a, that time of year. It's that time of year and I'm encouraging you to kind of reflect on where your heart is with this job and just keep going and building on that. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say for now. Happy Christmas to you all. There is more to come. Look after yourselves. Because if there's no you, then there's no one else. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed taking in all those messages and stories that were so kindly shared by everybody. 
that contributed. I want to extend a huge thank you to everybody who has joined in on this episode. Bernadette, Nana, Martin, Mim and Liz, Nadia, Fran and Eugene, Rich and Curtis. And thank you to everybody who produces Social Work Podcasts for the benefit of other social workers. The time and the effort that it takes shouldn't be underestimated and I know that we're all grateful for everybody who listens as well. I just want to add in terms of my positive takeaways from this year, being able to connect with you all as listeners, those of you who I've spoken to, who I've met at training, those of you who give feedback about the podcast and allow me to then make podcasts that are helpful for you and cover topics that you're interested in. I'm very, very grateful and it's been amazing to get to know you all and be part of this amazing community. And I'm hopeful for next year and I'm hopeful that Social Work Voices, people who are out there doing the work can start genuinely contributing to feedback loops speaking to social work leaders making change and in turn really modeling the type of feedback loops that should be used across every local authority with people with lived experience and knowing that I connect with so many of you talk to so many of you hear the positivity and the strength that you all have as new social workers in what is an incredibly difficult job feels very reassuring and very hopeful. I'm very grateful to you for listening to this podcast through the year. Very excited for all that 2023 has in store for Social Work Sorted and hope that this time of year is kind to you and that you can be kind to yourself. So if you've listened before, you will know I do this at the end of every episode, so today is no different. But wherever you are, if you can, I would encourage you to just slow down Take a pause, close your eyes if you can, and just focus on taking one deep breath. Whatever is happening for you at this time of year, or the day that you are listening to this on, you can take a small moment for yourself. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and Happy New Year.